Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. I'm Shauna. Hey. Oh, that was so exciting. I did it. I, First I, try. I, I, th- yeah, it was fantastic. You did the best I've ever, ever heard. Yeah. Way better and than and I can ever time, imagine. I've yeah. done it. And it gave me so much anxiety. My, like, everything inside <laughs> of me was like, because <laughs> I'm a product of routine. And it's like, I don't know if listeners know, like, sometimes as a bartender and, like, in the service industry, you just become a product of routine and if the routine changes sometimes it's you get chaos. anxiety yeah <laughs> and it causes uh, and, <laughs> and it uh yeah it can cause chaos and change of management change of uh food runner change of Staff, a anything. syrup or like yeah. any, like a, a bottle goes into a different spot for whatever goddamn reason that is a means of chaos oh god you'd hit our bar then Everyone's oh it's like different size wells, different like bottles in different places. Like it drives it drives me nuts. It drives wait, everyone nuts. So wait, really. at your bar, how many wells are there? Three. Three wells. Does each bartender only work at their own well? It's we have like a small little like there's like names for the wells. Like the one nearest the door and the patio is called VIP. That's what we call it because nobody wants to be there. And uh, <laughs> and so like that VIP well is the one that gets like hit the most. And it's also the smallest. And like so it's half the size almost of every other well. And you have like a sink there and like a different area for your backup bottles and stuff or other bottles that we use. And then there's like the mid well, which is just like the universal, like you kind of know what you expect. It's like the biggest not the biggest one, but one of the bigger ones. And it has everything. You can wash your own tins. You can do everything. You have your ice. You have like all your sodas there. And you have like your own set of bottles. And then the far well has a normal setup, but it's the biggest well. And it's like the service ticket well. And then there's like a shelf there. So all your juices and stuff have to be on top of that shelf. So you have to like reach over to get them. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole thing. So it's so like all, di- all the wells are different sizes. For your like bartending preference, what's like the ultimate well to be at? Personally, I like the middle one a lot, to yeah. be honest, because I could just do everything and I have access to everything. And it's like in the middle. So you can go to get spirits right behind you. Wine's like really close. So it's like just a little bit of walk. All the freezer with all the like chilled glasses is like to your right to your left. Like you have everything around you. That seems like ultimate. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But also but like the, chaotic. Like why oh, isn't yeah. everything the same? Oh, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Who For knows? listeners who don't know what we're talking about, it's basically like when we talk about well, it means like our station and like where the ice well is. And like uh, it goes like different parts of the country say different things. Like I remember when I was out in Baltimore, they called it wait rail. They called it rail. Mm-hmm. Out in California, we call it well. Or maybe it's op- you say well or rail. Well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to remember which side which says which side. But some people say rail, like all your your liquor bottles are lined up on the rail that mm-hmm. is like on the well. Yeah. <laughs> and then like and then also we just call it well because like well spirits it goes yeah. on the front line. So basically all your like most used spirits go on your well line, which is right in front of your eyes, so it's the easiest accessible spirits. And then everything you need should be in the same spot every yeah. single time. So so you don't have to even look at it. Like you're going so fast, your arms are going, your hands are going, your brain's going. Like you have five people in front of you with five oars and then some coming in at you. You need to make sure that you have all these things lined up and like ready to go. And so when things get out of line, like say you go for your lime juice and you grab lemon juice, motherfucker. It's like we're going to like elbow drop fucking suplex somebody because (laughs) (laughs) it's like you then you I mean, it just goes into like maybe you have to throw out a whole cocktail or start all over or like somebody calls like a a spirit by call. I mean, like a guest comes to the bar and they say, 
hey, let me get a maker's Manhattan mm-hmm. per se. Uh, and so then you turn around and you're like, go to where the makers is that where it should be is gone. That turns a cocktail that should take probably like no, 40 like seconds. seconds yeah. yeah. Uh, into probably like over a minute plus. And that takes the next cocktail away and the next cocktail away. And next thing you know, you're like, you know, going back, 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 back. And then that's less, 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 less tips because that's less cocktails you're making. Mm-hmm. So organization and timeliness and forethought of what you're doing in a bar is really important because it's your money. The quicker mm-hmm. you do these things and execute them with the quickness and preciseness mm-hmm. is really important. So that's why we always want to make sure everything's done correctly in that way. Yeah. Puppy. Oh, hi, Ambi. Oh, Ambi decided to just join us. <laughs> she uh, She's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you have any uh, crazy stories this week? Oh, nothing too crazy. It's been a pretty average week so far. No, I'm trying to think of any crazy people came in. It's everyone's been in a good mood lately. Besides me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun, actually. That was a really fun time. <laughs> I went and saw Matt this week. It was yeah, fun with the crew. I, I, yeah. it's, it's rare that I come out, but when when I do, I go big. Oh yeah, I we go went hard. Big. We didn't leave that night for pretty until pretty late. Yeah, we did. We we closed it down and then some. I, I guess I just have one story that happened to me this week at the bar. It was a a dude that walked in and I didn't help him initially. Uh, somebody else helped him, but you know I, I went to the back to go tell the kitchen something about an order. And as I was walking out, we have the swingy door that has like a little window so you can see if anyone's coming on the other side. And as I'm swinging this door open, right outside this door is the men's restroom and the women's restroom. And so as I'm swinging this door open, this dude, I'd say he's probably like 60, maybe in there, is standing right in front of me. Like my face is in his face. He's, I'm pretty short, so he's pretty short because my face is right in his face. <laughs> and, uh, and he's got a fucking pint of like whiskey, like in his fucking face, down his throat. And my face is right in his face. And I'm like, uh, I was like taken back for a second and he dropped it real quick. He had this like cartoonish like response of his face, like dropping like in embarrassment, but also like in shock, but then like tried to turn it around into this like comedic, like routine of being like, Oh, you caught me. <laughs> and then started like laughing, like super jolly. Yeah, like fake and laugh. uh, like, <laughs> like kind of thing. The good and, one. Okay. And he's just like, normal. <laughs> Okay, this one's tough for me because, like, ultimately, do I really care? Not really. But it's my job, and I'm a bartender, and it's super disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of stopped, and I was going to let it go for a second, but then I was kind of not in the mood either. And so I just, like, looked at him. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I wasn't the nicest, but I was also really offended for whatever reason. It might have just been the wrong day. And I was just like... Dude, and I like looked him straight in the eyes. I'm like, do you know how disrespectful this is? Like, you are an ass. Like, literally, you are walking into the bathroom. You could have waited two seconds and two steps and then drank that bottle to the bottom every single drop, but you didn't. You stopped in front and like drank that in front of me, your bartender, who you should be tipping and paying to the bar that pays my wage. That is disrespectful as fuck fuck and i was pissed and so i was like dude not cool not cool i'm like i'm not happy he's like it's gone it's gone it's gone i'm like okay fine dude all right and so i let it go at that point 
And I came around the bar and I was like, you'll not believe what happened. This guy, blah, blah, blah. He's in the bathroom and he comes back out and he sits at the bar. And I was like, I thought that was the end of it. I was like, oh, I thought he was just leaving and he was just like swigging off his bottle. No, he sat at the goddamn bar. And then he like ordered food from my coworker. And I was like, that food's to go, right, to my coworker. And they're like, oh, did you put it in? I'm like, yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was already in. Like all this confusion. And he's sitting at this bar. He starts jabbing his fucking jaws. And I'm like, dude, okay. Now I have to put up with your fucking jabber jaws? Okay, here we go. And so his food's put in. I go to the kitchen. I'm like, dude, pack that shit to go. That guy's not sitting at this bar. I'm like, I'll be cool enough that he gets his food. That's fine. I feel like that's fair. Yes? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then the food comes out packed to go, and he goes, I want to have this for here. I ordered this for here. And I was like, and in between that whole case, he started telling me his political beliefs and, like, just kept talking to me over other customers. It was just, like, the worst. It's like a whole, like, but he was so jolly that he thought it was so funny and, like, awesome. trash up that whiskey, just chugging. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm just, like, my mental state is just getting, like, deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and I'm just, like, okay. And then when he goes, I want to eat this for here, I'm, like, I just kind of... Like the whiskey? My, my, uh, my snapping is just, like, I just looked at him, I was, like, I prefer you don't. You need to leave. <laughs> and then he's like, what, what? And then like the manager stepped in and was like, it's time to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm nice. like, get him out of here. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't deal with it anymore. So that was my shitty story. It's, not, it's not a long story and it was a long time ago, but it was like a super like low key night. It's uh, Stella's like really dimly lit and we have like little kind of back booths, lounge area. It's more of a lounge area. And uh, it's like middle of the night and I haven't been really looking back there or whatever. I'm just at the bar doing stuff. And our bouncer comes up and he's like, do we sell Ducate here? And I'm like, absolutely not. And he's like, oh, because that table has like a pack of them. Oh, and no. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I go over there and walk over and I'm like, yo, bud, is this, where'd you get these guys? He's like, oh, those aren't ours. And then my bouncer and like one of the most amazing, like just how dumb people can be. He's like right behind me. He's like, so what about that one in your hand? And the guy's sitting there holding a fucking open beer while telling me that the pack of beer on the table isn't his. Why is the bouncer telling you to address it? I didn't even notice. <laughs> I was just like more grabbing the beer. Yeah. And then he's like, and the guy's like, oh, it's not mine. It's like, oh, like then what's that in your head? Like, what about that one in your hand? See, and he's a- like, oh. And then You're my like, bouncer uh, takes that one. It's just like, what the fuck See, I can't doing? talk that much shit because, I mean, I've done it. I've, like, when I was younger, I totally brought a beer into a bar before, you know? Like, I'm an <laughs> asshole. But I also got caught, and I was made felt to be an asshole, and I apologize. Like, I'm sorry, dude, you know? But, like, yeah, it's just, like, if if it would have been left at just, like, oh, I'm swinging off my ball because I'm a gnarly alcoholic, I'm like, dude, I have compassion. I understand. Don't be a fucking idiot moron about the whole thing. But then he just kept going and kept going and kept going. Yeah. But no matter what. It bugged me. I yeah. was fine. You know, it's like I'm going to shame you end. for it. Yeah, if you're I'm, being I'm dumb, fine at but... the end. Ultimately, like, <laughs> watch out for this guy because he said I do it at every bar. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, so, perfect. Yeah. So if you see a dude, gotta love consistency. Uh, a, a guy who's fairly short, around five three, five four, pretty uh, large in the gut and rosy cheeked from all the booze, that's probably the guy. <laughs> right. So he's telling you his political affiliations. <laughs> yeah, and like joking around about his fucking shit. Ugh. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I was just frustrated on that one. Yeah, that but sucks. That's the part of the How gig. How the cookie crumbles. That's the part of the gig. Yeah, and uh, we're not the only ones that deal with this shit. You know, mm-hmm. like we have somebody here with us that may have some uh, stories of his own in this whole scenario of bartending. So I would like to introduce the one. The only, <laughs> I'm going to say the one and only, because I'm pretty sure it's true. 
Nathan Howard. Beautiful. That was a great porn. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Nathan, would you like to say where you work? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, fair, fair, uh, fair. I, you don't have to. Is that a a thing? Yeah, anyone who's on the show, they get to say where they work. It's like some people want to tell stories that are not affiliated where they're working. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can say where you work if you want to promote yourself as a bartender, or you don't have to. Sure. It, yeah. Are you vocal about where you work? Yeah, I'm really yeah. vocal about it. Oh, okay. It wasn't my fault though. Los Angeles Magazine wrote it, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> well, then I have no qualms. I work with Shauna yeah! over at Coles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we work together at we Coles. Do. It's, a, it's paradise on earth. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> Feel the excitement. Did, did you know that that bar is the original bar from Colts when it opened in 1908? <laughs> Tell me more. What? Well, do you know how it keeps the luster? It's from the lacquer of au jus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe it. She's <laughs> like au jus sentiment. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. That's why it smells so good in there all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you want to talk about it a little bit when you leave au jus land? Oh, yeah, you get that stank. Uh, au jus stank. Yeah. <laughs> you can say French dip. French dips, yep. It's a great place. I love it. I love coals. <laughs> There's a smell. There's a distinct smell. Dude. Not a bad one, but it just carries with you. No, forever, yeah. forever. You, I, I've had so many apologies going into a ride chair, be sitting down, be like, "I'm sorry, I smell like French dip." Oh, I. It, that's great because I take the complete opposite approach and do not address it at all. No way. And just assume that people think that I smell like that on a regular oh basis. Oh my god. I mean, I do because I work there, but <laughs> but people in in Ubers. Yeah, it's like having Tommy's. Like I've always wanted to like Uber eat something from Tommy Burger and like like they're gonna charge me a cleaning fee because it's impossible to get a Tommy <laughs> Burger smell out of your car. <laughs> McDonald's is the same thing. You know when somebody's had McDonald's in their car. Oh, yeah. it's distinct. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's so yeah. gnarly. How did this even happen? I don't even know. Fry. Well, you know what the uh the ch this might be getting completely off topic, but the chicken, the chicken nuggets, the taste of the nuggets that they distilled is your childhood. It has such a specialty taste that it's unique to chicken nuggets that McDonald's has like reared you to then think of yourself as a kid when you smell chicken nuggets again. What? So wait, That's crazy. can you buy chicken nugget scent? Oh, yeah, probably. I don't know. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> probably. Yeah, like a spray. Because if you can, <laughs> I want to make a cocktail spritz oh, with chicken nuggets. Oh, God, I don't know about that. <laughs> don't mess with me. I will do it, guys. I will do it. That's very new age. Thanks, man. Yeah, like a, a whisper of nugget. <laughs> I just like to think because they last forever anyway. You just like skewer one with like a little bit of twine or something and just hang it on your rear view mirror or whatever. Like mistletoe. Yeah. If, <laughs> a, if a chicken you nugget a chicken, you fell in the woods, does it still smell like chicken nugget? Yep. Probably. <laughs> I mean, the whole, the whole floor still smell like guaranteed, it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, Nathan, you've been in this bartending world for a bit. How long have you been bartending? Over three years. Yeah. I think. And 100% at Kohl's? No. Okay. Uh, I also did cocktail catering around Los Angeles, so like mobile bartending. Cool. Oh, do tell, do I, tell, because that's something I've never done. I kind of uh, want to, because I like events. It, oh man, I I wouldn't recommend it. Really? <laughs> no, for my coworkers actually, because they were some of the most unpleasant people I've ever had to deal with for an extended amount of time. Wait, your coworker bartenders? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're just very bitter and unpleasant 
and uh, like across the board, like at their situation, because none of them wanted to be there. They all have something else going on. Mm. I mean, we live in Los Angeles. We right. don't need to sugarcoat it. They're all trying to be actors or, you know, movie <laughs> filmmakers of some kind. And just the nature of like not knowing where you're going to be working next, you know, like it creates tomorrow. like an anxiety, yeah. maybe? They just have no attachment to anything like proper setup and breakdown. It's just all kind of everything was very haphazard. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no customer service because the guests aren't really paying for anything. So it's not like they have to work for it. We didn't really work for tips. Right. You know, so there was this like. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. It was just throwing stuff in glass, adding ice. Huh. So would you think that that style of bartending is kind of for a certain demographic of bartender? Or like, do you think there's any benefit in that style of bartending? Benefit how? Like or Maybe it was like a company. Because then the company is like known for that. And then it's like creates kind of like a bond. Like maybe? Because Redbird has like, they use their employees for their events. But oh, that, that sounds different. Yeah. yeah. But you're just this is like kind of an on-call kind of thing. Yeah. Something? The yeah. company that I worked for would then get bought at like leased out to bigger companies. So like occasionally I worked for WP, Wolfgang Puck. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't an actual Wolfgang Puck employee. Mm-hmm. But the Wolfgang Puck managers still told me what to do that evening they're just it was, like it's very it, yeah that's unusual yeah, very so muddled just, like, just show up yeah here's the thing with booze in it and ice yep handle it mm-hmm. are they like pretty busy events or was it just kind of uh generally yeah i but, can see wolfgang puck being a yeah. big deal yeah those ones were the most stressful for sure and again the air like being a kind of classically trained bartender there would be guests that would come and ask for rec- you know for something so the one i remember is a vesper Oh wow! So nice. A guest asked for a vesper, and my coworker just said, "No, I, don't, I no, we can't you do know, that." Like flat out, and then I said, "Oh, I, I can do that for you. I can make that." And so they moved over, and I made it for them. And then the rest of the night, I was Mister Mixologist. Oh god! I, so they just like totally they did. They they wouldn't stop. You? They yeah, all, like three or four of them just ganged up on me for knowing how to make something. Yeah, so it's I like don't suddenly you're it. better than they are and shit. But I was yeah. trying to be. You know, yeah, you just like, knew what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Somebody asked for something, and I could do it. Nice, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever done... I've done, like, a house thing before, but mm-hmm. I've never done, like, an event. When I will say when I did small events at house parties, that was... And it was just me, mm-hmm. and then the service, because the waiters were completely different. I actually enjoyed the cocktail servers and the, the dining servers that we worked with. They were fine. It was the specifically the bartenders. So when it was house parties and it was just me bartending, it's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but those big events, the, yeah, it was brutal. That's so crazy. Yeah, the house stuff can be fun, especially because like the mm-hmm. event stuff for me, I love doing event bartending because it's like everything's taken care of, everything's planned out, everything's ready to go. And you just like get things batched together, and then people start coming in. You're ready for all of them, even if it's like thousand plus people. You're like, I'm ready. I have everything ready to go, and you just have to like give it out. And there's yeah. no surprises. It's like. You know, you know exactly what your bar is. There's no, oh, can I get this on the fly or get that? Like, oh, I don't want it like this. Can you make it like this? It's like, no, no, this is what we get. This is what we have. It's complimentary, so you don't have much to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) And so you're like, you're like, this is fucking, you know, the bee's knees, if you will. Yeah, the actual pouring was fine. It really was for me the coworkers. The that sucks because people that's, that it attracts to that, and that's kind like of you're job. with them for like you said extended periods of time, and like yeah. that can it's like having good music or bad music like in your shift, like mm-hmm. it can kind of influence how fun you're ha- like you are or how much fun you're having. 
Definitely. Yeah, people yeah. are that people need to be cooler for sure. All right. Well, l- listen here, event bartenders, you punk asses. <laughs> <laughs> I've been shaming him for it. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna shame you a little bit. What's come on? Like just because you're not doing the thing you absolutely want to be doing. I mean, that's just life, I love that you, you know. They're possible like you still were able to make a Vesper with whatever they had. I think that's kind of cool. You had the ability to make it. Yeah. Yeah. They, the guy yeah, was just like, exactly. no. He just would absolutely not. not. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. It's a good drink. Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Shame. Shame on your Game house. Of Thrones shame. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're throwing shame right now. I think every, I mean, no matter what, work is work. As much as you know, look at it, as much as you love it, it's still mm-hmm. work. That's why it's called work, you know? So people can do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's their lives, you know? But like, you could just make the best of it and realize that like bartending is pretty rad because it opens up an entire amount of time in your day to be able to do whatever fuck you want to do. And like, if you are bartending and doing the event stuff and doing like the other stuff that you're doing in your life, like acting or making movies or, uh, art or, Crochet. you know, uh, or shaming or podcasting or like what, uh, what's that thing you do with the shuffleboard? Shuff- no, the one like shuffleboard, but with the hands and the ice, Curling? curling curling or curling <laughs> yeah. then thank your lucky stars you have bartending to be paying for those things i will say that i have to sometimes be thankful remember and like recenter myself and say that this is a pretty good job comparatively to other jobs that people do and mm-hmm. you know you can find joy in it depending on the day and sometimes the thing that you found joy in you don't at the moment you got to find something else rather than you know getting that down about it yeah because you got to be there. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. And everyone's looking at you and you're on kind of that little stage. Uh, so who said this? I think my friend Matthew said this is you're always the host of like the most epic party in, in the night, basically. Like, and how bad is that? Yeah. Like, you're just like, I'm going to be hosting this rad ass party. And it's like, I dare you to have fun. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. <laughs> but it's almost sometimes it's like with the bartenders. It's like, I dare you to have fun. Like, this is fucking fun. That's true, There's yeah. like music bumping, like people drinking, everyone laughing. Oh, yeah. They see you yeah. having a good time. They're going to be like, holy shit, I'm into this. Like, let's do it. I, I love it. Whole thing. I think it's fucking fun. Yeah. Sometimes it's to- like, sometimes it's hard. Oh, everyone has those days. Yeah. But. That's everyone. That's every job. But yeah. it could be having a bad time. Not talking shit on anyone who does desk stuff, but like it could be like <laughs> I'm having uh, I'm having a bad time like filing law papers. <laughs> like, you know? you know, like desk like, people do. I don't know. Yeah. I don't do it. I'm sure I like. I wish maybe my brain did that. I don't know. My, but yeah. So it's like our worst day is like music and like people having fun and yeah, yeah, serving people like a pretty awesome little drug that makes them happy. <laughs> yep we're drug dealers hey uh, cheers to that yeah, yeah, yeah. Drug us. it's legal i will say i agree with what you were saying earlier about organization Ooh, and how that yeah. can just derail your whole and that'll evening piss you off, oh, yeah. and i find myself so affected by that like if, if things are out of whack last night i came into work at five and i just saw this cacophony of stuff that had to happen but there's already people sitting who want my best service you know and i don't i'm not i don't even feel like i'm at my base you know oh that's the worst it sets the whole tone of the evening so you gotta get past that yeah Yeah. catching up is not a word we like to hear yeah i don't like to be Mm. weeded i don't like to be pushed back i want to be on top of everything to the second you know Mm -hmm. and when you can't be for unforeseen reasons it's just like if oh it puts you in this crazy like mental state 
right? Because I wonder how many bartenders are actually super OCD. Oh, I am. So I'm OCD. super yeah. OCD. Yeah. Like I like things perfect, and when they aren't perfect, I'm like, Ugh, I have I have to relinquish control of it, you know? Because like, what are you gonna do? But it's like when it's not that way, and you know it can be that way if it's done correctly. You're like, correctly is the correctly for you might not be correctly for the I next know, person but that's how you have to think about it is like oh this is not right this is not set up correctly yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right the transitions there could be rough like there's we have like a transition for like brunch and stuff and like if it's been a real busy brunch like everything's in disarray everything's half set up and it's dirty and you're just like oh here we go and then you just gotta like try to find time in between the rush and transition to like fix everything and clean everything and make it look good and then you're like oh crap like what i have to change this out like there's stuff everywhere like these are my tools because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, it's, like it's you said nuts. earlier there are people sitting staring right at you who need your help oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's like and they don't know what's going on back there exactly. that i'm like secretly crying underneath the yeah. bar yeah <laughs> uh, my juices aren't in the right place yeah and I, uh, makes there's me no feel lime uncomfortable. juice nobody put a backup unbelievable like, just... has anyone ever had a full-grown adult fit behind the bar behind it yeah anyone Anyone? Me uh, personally, no. I've never broken or anything like that. I've I never like either. flipped no, out on anybody so. or no crying. No, I've never done it either. I almost cried once, not behind the bar though. I but I had to, I had to like exit and then like go away from everybody. And I sat on an ice cooler and I like composed myself for a good like ten minutes. And I just like sat there and was like. Fuck, 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 fuck. And I was like, don't fucking cry, dude. Don't cry. And I was like, yeah, because of like a frustration level. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't. I fucking composed myself. And I was like, all right, we're going back at it. It's kind of the same thing like when you get hurt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When you cut your finger off, when you cut the tip of your finger off from a peeler, like, and there's blood everywhere. And there's all these people looking at you that want like five deep who want a drink from you. And they're looking like, like vultures. And you have half of your fingertip cut off and you're like looking at them and you're kind of like not wanting to look at your fingertip. And then you're like, okay, I have to leave, but I'm not going to show it on my face that my entire fingertip is off. <laughs> so you have, you have to like keep your face composed at anything. So people Which, and they're like, why are they just leaving? Like, why yeah. is she so lazy or whatever? Like, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm about to die of blood loss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so many yeah. times I've fucking been injured, like my ankle twists or fucking like, Oh, oh God, my coworker, my coworker, you know how like on the back bars there's handles or like where you have to open the back bar to oh those fucking things and you you swing your arms yeah. when you're walking because that's natural human behavior to so swing your arms when you're walking and then you like swing fast but your hands too close to the back bar because if somebody didn't close it all the handle. way it's got like this little lip yeah, yeah. and it hits Oof. you right in the mm-hmm. web of your thumb and between your the thumb in- and forefinger yep Jesus what, Christ is this index finger yeah index. Okay, yeah. It's like that web, like that little cushy part where you can squeeze and it makes your headaches go away. And you feel (laughs) it the rest of the day. Oh, it's so painful. So painful. And you hit it and then your eyebrows go up. And then like I always make my mouth go up. Like I'm smiling, but really I'm like, oh. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like imagine Jack Nicholson and like here's Johnny and like that's like <laughs> how I'm feeling when my hand gets smashed to pieces and then I have to go make like 15 cocktails. Then <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a cut and you get lime juice and shit in it. You're just like, oh, oh my god, that's even worse. Yeah. Or when the fucking lime juice goes straight in your eye, like just somehow, like. <laughs> 
Yeah, that happens. You like and then, squeeze and then I'm like, a lime and, and you're like, like, I can handle this. And you're just like, absolutely not. At Kohl's, we have uh, hot pickled eggs. They're like spicy. Oh, and, crap. And you're supposed to dust cayenne pepper on them. Oh, fuck no. That's and I am too much. very susceptible to it. And I got it in my eye one time and I had to keep bartending. <laughs> and this girl who's sitting in front of my, my well as I'm spinning the drink, she's like, reaches her hand out. Are you okay? Are you? Are you crying? And I, I said, "Yeah, I'm. I, I'm fine emotionally, but my eyes are burning right now." No, uh, have you ever done it where we have the Bloody Mary mix and you clean out the Bloody Mary bottles with the hot water? But if you put hot water it, with spicy stuff, it like is a gas mixture. <laughs> So like literally it's like the peppers from the hot water it like creates this like gas cloud that comes out from the sink and if you're around it it like <laughs> oh. it like goes into your lungs and you just start hyperventilating like and coughing like hysterically. I think I feel like we have too many opportunities for that at our our bar cuz like when they make the pickles in the kitchen the whole place oh, don't you, even. you walk in and it's like mustard gas and <laughs> <laughs> All the guests and everyone were all just yeah. like <laughs> dying together. The kitchen guys have some unnatural ability to just be totally fine during the whole thing. Dude, that's a whole other thing, too, with the back of the house and the oven cleaning shit. Like mm-hmm. when, when they're cleaning the oven with that like degreaser stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ugh. It's like some it of that goes... stuff's super gnarly. Oh. Like it's it's like breathing in needles. Military grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Agent Orange or some yeah. shit. Like, yeah. Like, is my voice changing? Like, I think this is unnatural. Have <laughs> you ever done the the vinegar? Like, if you, like, had a pickle that was so vinegary, which is, like, our pickles, that when you inhale, and it, like, completely blocks your entire, like, oh, esophagus yeah. of speaking. Oh, that shit. <laughs> I've done that at Kohl's, and I've, like, ate a pickle, and I'm like, I can't. I mean, the guests are, like, trying to order. I'm like, <laughs> like, it, like, literally, you catch your breath. Like, yeah. Do it. It's so bad. Yeah, it's like getting dust in the back of your throat. It's so gnarly. Oh boy. Tandem boys. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it from you guys, dude. Right? Yeah. We live it together. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. And it's a beautiful job. It's a beautiful like life to live because it's something that you can sit around a podcast studio with some beers and a, a cocktail and really engage with each other yeah. and like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah. Speaking of cocktails, for sure. Like, we totally had this awesome cocktail. Our mixtress was out of town. She's in the amazing Columbia right now doing a vacationing, like, the mixtress of the bestest. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. That's That's right. That's she is. And uh, so So she's Spanish. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. She's killing it. Adele, get it, girl. Yeah. And uh, so check that out on the Instagram. She's been posting some cool stuff about Mm -hmm. her travels and stuff. Um, But... Yeah, so I made a cocktail, did a gin cocktail. It's refreshing. The sun is out. It's finally spring. There was butterflies flying all over the place. It was a migration. It was a fucking migration. And uh, that's true. Check the newspapers. It really happened. I, I'm not gonna doubt. <laughs> no, there was hundreds of kind of the thing. I'm there just were hundreds believe. of late. What are they called? Lady, lady painted, painted ladies, painted ladies butterflies like flying all over our house, migrating to the north of California right now. It was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Besides in Santa Cruz, where they end. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> uh, so Santa so, Cruz humor, humor for you. Yeah, get, you get it. And uh, so the cocktail was uh, gin, and it was celery and parsley syrup with a little bit of ginger and club soda, garnished with a parsley little sprig and a sphere Sphere, sphincter, sphincter of celery. 
That's how celery's work. <laughs> that's what. The, that's it. Don't judge me. Yeah, it was very delicious though. Super refreshing and, and enjoyable. So. Yeah, it was. It was glorious. Mm-hmm. It was a glory hole. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Probably tasted better. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't go there. <laughs> no, I don't Anyway, <laughs> started it. <laughs> oh, I, I, like that, I like that I get all like like uh, weirded out after yeah, the second comment. God damn it. Ambie. Oh, I think she's ready for some stories. Yeah, Ambie is ready for stories. You know what? Well, she should settle down, get something <laughs> to sip on. Hey, Matt. Hey, Shauna. Hey, Adele. What's up? You know, we talk about these bartender stories all the time. Sometimes I feel like we need a change. Yeah, I just wish we could talk about other stuff, you know? Well, what else would we talk about? Something like politics? Sports, maybe? How you get the cheese inside of the olive. Is a hot dog really a sandwich? Whoa. Is a ferret just a tube cat? Whoa, whoa. Valid. I wish I could vocalize these opinions somehow. Yeah, but that would get old after a while, no? It would be cool if there was just only something that I could say these things and it would be gone into the universe of nothingness of my memories. No regrets. Well, Shauna, Adele, there's an app for that, and it's called Veco. It's not just about the discovery of new podcasts. It's about each user broadcasting their opinions about politics, sports, or local news. Sort of like the comment section on Instagram and Twitter, but with audio. And if you have something to say, then maybe this app will be for you. This seems super simple. Well, it is a voice-first platform that also allows you to listen to location-based audio stories. So you mean I can make new friends? Yeah. So help Adele out and get Vecco on the App Store on iTunes. That's Vecco. V-E-C-H-O. The Vecco app. Vecco! Let's go on a journey together into the magical and sometimes insane world of bartending. Nathan, we heard you got some stories you want to tell. Yeah. So both these stories are pretty physical. Um, Well, let's get physical. Let's physical. Uh, so the bar that we work at is situated somewhat close to what would be called Skid Row. So sometimes we have less than savory characters try and come into the bar. And so we have locks on the uh, bathroom doors that require uh, tokens to open. And this particular day, I walked down the hallway that Shauna talked about earlier with the short man with with the whiskey bottle. <laughs> the same hallway, and there was a. I was trying to make my way to the kitchen. There was a woman there who was wearing nothing but a T-shirt that was way too big for her. And that was it. No shoes. And she was trying to get into the bathroom. And I said, ma'am, excuse me, you you can't be in there. And she turned and told me, I need to pee. And I said, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to go somewhere else to do that. And so she gave me a scowl and then started to walk away towards the front door, what I thought. So... This is a not the wisest choice on my part, but I continued <laughs> to the kitchen because I was trying to get things and help people, and I thought that oh, you know I had taken That's care of the situation. Done and done. Yeah. Like brush Nailed your hands it. off. <laughs> like, like I'm the champion. Swaggering into the kitchen. Exactly. I told her. Yeah, and so like most kitchens, uh, you can go out a second entrance. So I had gone through the kitchen all the way to come out the other side, and so this time there was a dining area from me and where this woman was and the man who was sitting at the table next to her jumps up and points she's peeing she's peeing (laughs) (laughs) and this woman had hiked up that very long t-shirt and squatted down in front of his table and decided to 
do her business. That's the worst. What? <laughs> yeah, in defiance to me. So I in front of a table. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, people eating their their lunches, and so I scrambled forward and not knowing what to do. <laughs> I put my hands on this very dirty uh, woman who was urinating, and I dragged her, kicking and screaming and peeing all <laughs> over me, to the door, and I threw her out the front door. And yeah, I, I had that was the first and so far only time in my life that I have been peed on. <laughs> I don't know how I would react to that. Yeah, I, I didn't have time to, really. I, I think the moment I would get into the restroom, I'd just throw up. I don't know what I would do. Uh, <laughs> the, pee's pretty sanitary. Not when it's... I don't... Sterile. Uh, and yeah. I no, like sterile, it. right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Wrong word. Like, yeah. Sterile. <laughs> I like where you were going there. Thanks. We the had the same ball. exact... Yeah. yeah. It could be w- way worse. Uh, it, thanks. Yes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So then but I, that's pretty bad. By that time, <laughs> my manager had caught up and he was now comping everyone in the dining room's meal yeah. and apologizing. And thankfully, I didn't have to clean up the puddle. I just had to clean up myself, and someone else came to, to take Damn. care of that. So, wait, did you go home, and, or did you work the rest of the night in pissy shoes? I worked the rest of the day in pissy shoes, yes. Like that would be like that would be like an issue. Like you should go home. Like yeah, you're, you're like, a dude, walking you, you health department. Your, you earned your eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was the only. The, it's the daytime, so I was the only bartender. So, oh man, working so the rest. I, of, that's a, that's I don't know if I'd slope. be okay with that. I don't know if I'd be okay with working the rest of my shift in pissy shoes. Like the pissing on. Like okay, get it. Like that, I, that's something you could not foresee. I don't remember that detail. So I feel like, yeah, I, I cleaned them off and kept wearing the same shoes just to get <laughs> through the day. Oh, no. But I don't need anybody's, like, what, I don't even know, yeah. like, yeah. excrement I don't fluids think ever, or anything on me ever. I think the last show we did, we were talking about how I've never been puked on. I definitely have never been pissed on. Yeah. I don't <laughs> recommend it. But. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Damn, Nathan, that's you took one for sure. Yeah, it, that's, that's crazy. That's some loyalty to my job there. Above oh my and, God. Above and ever, beyond. Did you ever see her again? No, I don't. I mean, maybe. If you saw her again, what would you t- say to her? I, I don't. I think I probably, <laughs> honestly, I'd probably let it slide because she was in such a mental state, you know? Yeah, understood. 100%. Meant, like a shiver runs down Nothing? your spine. Yeah. What if she came to apologize about that day? But the other lady. From my second story, uh. I w- <laughs> some choice words. I would have some choice words. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. I know I know where we're going here. Yeah, because you were there. I was there. You were there. I oh, started you it. Were, yeah, you, you were holding down the it. fort in the bar while I was taking it to task yeah, outside. Ho- holding down the fort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this group of folks, folksy folks, came in, and they had been drinking before arriving at Cole's. And so half of their party, we had already said, could not drink anymore. And it seemed like it was fine. They were just going to get food. But then the second half of the party wanted to drink, but wanted to buy drinks for everyone. And we said, no, that's not okay. We had already said there was no more service. And by this time, I had gone on my lunch break. So this was Shauna who was administering this judgment call. <laughs> and sole, sole proprietor. And our our other buddy Riley was also there to help out. And uh, so it got argumentative and they said they wanted to take it outside. And uh, so that's when the security guard got involved and he started to bring them outside. At which point it became my problem because I was sitting outside, outside (laughs) having my lunch. 
And so she involved me because she recognized my face and tried to get me on her side. And obviously I wasn't. And uh, so Coles is a few steps like down from the street level Mm -hmm. and the security guard and I and Riley had started to kind of corral them up the stairs. And then I don't know what overtook this woman, but she just went apeshit and like became possessed and just went in swinging down the stairs. And uh, she got Riley and in the, I don't know exactly where in the, somewhere in the face, but she popped me pretty well on the nose. And then I, I'm not one at all to start a fight, but I also will not be popped in the nose. So, (laughs) (laughs) again, in the lapse of judgment on my part, I grabbed her by the hair and pulled her up the stairs with me. (laughs) And it was going to get worse than that, but I I let go. And uh, yeah, then the cops arrived and she came back to try and say her side of the case with the police. So probably not a good idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. She was like waiting in the co- like yeah, in the she, in the shadows the for the cops to come, so she could come back and tell her case, exactly. like her side of the whole thing. But her side was so fucking bonkers. But that's the thing is that the police officer told me he took me aside and he said, "Well, because she stayed and thinks that she's in the right as well, and told us her side of the story. The only thing that we could do is have you arrest each other and both spend a night in jail." What? Yeah. For it so what Nathan, kind of horse shit is that? So I was like, well, says Nathan, like, in was encountered in the physical altercation, and she stayed around, being like, he touched me, he, and then they touched me, and all these different things. Like, sh- it put her in the equal rights of yeah. like what happened in the case. That's interesting. Which is at least the cop gave you an uh, like told you like yo like that's good, the only way that we doesn't can just, make any sense to me because no, everything like, how, I know how the bouncer is like whoever it. hits first is the guilty party. That's yeah, what I know. I, I don't know. I mean, I just serve drinks. I don't know. But then I mean, yeah, so anyone listening <laughs> again. Nothing we say is actually true or legal. So, (laughs) (laughs) but true or legal, right? Just a fountain. So don't listen to my case here. (laughs) I just think by a law of of hitting. You hit me in the nose. I'm like, what? Like, okay, gentle. I will will slay you by verbiage, but if you hit me in the nose, it's on. Yeah, like (laughs) don't do that. That's not cool at all. Whatever. At least it ended. Amicably, is it? Yeah, <laughs> like you didn't, no, you didn't, she, she didn't come back and just try to like. Well, she's she's not allowed any of the two one three bars. Yeah, so that's, that's good. true. Now, yeah, hopefully Being everyone company knows what she looks like. Yeah, so. we got pictures of her. Cool. Yeah, yeah, send that out. Yeah, we got her on the milk cartons. <laughs> the, Ger- <laughs> like the Gerber baby or whatever that is. <laughs> yes, we got her on the Gerber baby cartons. <laughs> the Gerber baby woman, cartons. Himself. She has a tough left hook. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it all go down. It was intense. Yeah, because there's like windows you can see the stairway from the bar. Oh yeah, no. it must have been a great show. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a it was like a banshee. It was like a fact. She, she was just, like yeah, because yeah. she had the well in it was a crazy like flailing like and she was like, like the ish. one out of the whole party that we were willing to serve. Yeah, because we thought she was sober enough. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Well, in again, uh, judging Star Wars yeah. her judgment, she is- had the high ground and she <laughs> she exploited it. She came in swinging down the stairs right. at us. <laughs> 
I've she had said, momentum on her side. She did, yeah. I've yeah. said it before. I'll say it again. I've never been trained for this job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to do any of this. It's like 12 years, and it's just like every time you just get thrown into it, and you're like, yeah, I have no have to actual training for any of this. I have no karate training. I have no... <laughs> like they should, they should offer some like complimentary martial arts training. Right? That'd yeah. be kind of sick, actually. Yeah, I have no fucking like psychologist training. I have no, I don't even have, I barely have a high school degree. Barely. Barely. The only reason I have is because I went to band. <laughs> That's a shout out to band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuart, band teacher, only reason. Stuart. Stuart. Nice. I like Stuart. But uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. We've never. But usually works fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just a great time. We are talking earlier about how fun yeah. it is, right? But the one thing about it is that, like, no matter how you look at it, we do have a great knowledge of, like, people and drinks and mixology I, and uh, I will say that, like, chemistry at this point. And there's so many things. Like, I mean, one of my favorite freaking drinks ever is one of the most simple, but so freaking perfect when it's executed perfectly. It's a martini. Mm-hmm. And when you make a martini to perfection with the coldness and the stirring and the right ratios of gin and vermouth and whatever garnish you really want, like it it really does like... Because it's got to be gin, right? I say so. Yeah. I mean, I ain't going to judge. I'll make whatever drink you want. But for my preference and for historic purposes, yeah, gin. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's better. It is. It's better. But if if you like vodka, by all means. Yeah. Either one. Drink, they were drink a, what you like. Yeah. If they were a person, I'm sure that we'd be close friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a coincidence? Like a personified yeah. martini? Yeah. yeah. Be it a lady or a gentleman. What was that? Woohoo! All aboard the uh, dirty suit. Man, I feel like I've been here before. I recognize a few of you lot. Hey, how you doing? You Mr. guys are my friends. Me. Yes, Jethro, Joseph, J. Joaquin Martini hath returned <laughs> to the beautiful land of angels, Los Angeles. It's nice. like been a year. It has been. It's been a long time. Good it's to see you. It's been a long yeah. time, Mr. Martini. It's so good to see you. Yeah, oh, thank oh, you. Oh, listeners, anyone who doesn't know, which I feel like at this point you should know, it, Mr. Martini is here mm-hmm. drinking a, a beer. <laughs> well, you know. As long as it's got alcohol in it, baby, I'll drink it. I told you that much. <laughs> oh, this is something we've learned about you. So, listeners, Mr. Martini is one of our uh, most love, love, love guests here on Talk Tales. Mm-hmm. You flatter he, me. He, he travels far and wide over rivers and oceans and lakes. It's true. To get over them. To, yeah, yeah. To the Talk Tales podcast. And um, the last time we saw you was at our live event over at that's the right. Summer Nail. He, gave us a, he offered to give us a ride to uh, Tales of the Cocktail. That's and, right. and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. It was a great journey. It was a great journey. We jumped on the... Well, we, first we got an Uber. Ubered ourselves over to Marina this, Del Rey, right. where Mr. Martini was had his steamboat Shored docked. up, as they say. Yeah, mm-hmm. shored up. Shored up. Showed he had up. His, showed up. Sh- wait, showed up? Shored up. Shored up? Yeah. Shored. It was showed up. Showed, it was showed e. up? Show- shot up? Sh- oh, hopefully up. not. Okay. Uh, well, we did have shots on the boat. 
Ooh, we had a mini. He shot yeah. up on the boat. Yeah, we Wait, up, no. We, we shot. <laughs> there was Crazy. some shooting up done on that boat. We yeah. know that much, but I want to keep that a little hush-hush. Oh, no. <laughs> God. Uh, so, yeah. So, again, listeners who don't know, Mr. Martin, we love him. We're so excited you're here. I didn't know you were going to be here. I knew you were going to be here around this time of year because it's kind of like the time you travel to yes. L.A., to Marina mm-hmm. Del Rey. So, it's really exciting to me that you are here today because I, Matt, did you expect it? I did not. I thought you were chugging earlier, but I don't know. Might just that was the, just me. This the, oh, you, yeah, it was you and your beer earlier. That was what it was. Woo, woo, yeah, woo, yeah woo. that was the exact sound. Everyone's chugging. Woo, woo. Like a muffler's in LA. Oh, yeah. Woo, woo. Mr. Martini, what have you been up to? It's been so long, and uh, I'm sure you've been tra- How long do you travel on the rivers and oceans and lakes? Well, you know, I live in my boat, the SS Dirty Sioux. It is my home. It is my humble abode that floats among the water. So I do travel wherever the currents take me. I guess I'm in a perpetual state of travel and drunkenness of course because the alcohol just goes hand in hand with the traveling you know what i mean yeah (laughs) just pile it on baby (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah life's been good can't complain i don't remember much from the last uh year since i last saw you you know had a few drinks seen a few things it's been good beautiful have you uh, changed any of your martini likings? Are you still sticking to your uh, normal anything and everything martini? Well, you know, like you say in the song, I like them gin and I like them dry, but I also like them with vodka, like them a little sweet, like them a little sour, like them with olives, like them with pickles, whatever. You know, I, I oh. no, it has not changed at all, honestly, not, not a goddamn bit. <laughs> Do you ever put anything like uh, any of those like liqueurs in them, like apple teeny or uh, what, Do, espresso teeny? Uh, you know, I've been curious about that espresso. I, you know, coffee just gets me the mad case of the willies. But yeah, I've, you know, when the, I've gotten older in age, uh, I start to get a little more tired the more cocktails I drink. So I was thinking about putting a little spritz of martini, or <laughs> well, I always get a little spritz of martini, <laughs> but a little spritz of espresso in the martini, maybe put a little pep in my stick. So it's an interest for me, that's for sure. Ah, you dabble. You I might dabble. dabble. Yeah. Yes, dib dabble, dabberuski. <laughs> nice. That's right. Dib dabble, dabberuski. Mm-hmm. That's my uncle's name. Oh, he's a good man. Thank you, yeah. yeah. He's into everything for a little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, yeah. man. So, Mr. Marti, on your travels, do you usually stop at different, like, towns, different places to experience different bars as you're traveling? Oh, of course. Uh, well, I am from Biolabatry, Louisiana, which is not too far from New Orleans. So, whenever I go back home, you know, there's very extensive river system down there. Lots of canals, lots of streams. You kind of get swooped in and out of the whole thing. So, there's a lot of bars that I frequent in that area, and that's where it tends to get a little muddled for me so those are the ones that I remember in my recent memoir so to speak but you know I, I, I wind up in an establishment that serves alcohol almost every night yes yes I do do you always drink a martini well I've been known to enjoy a Miller High Life every now and again mm. something champagne classy of, champagne of beers champagne of beers I did, I right. did notice you just popped open a High Life that's right tall boy hmm <laughs> <laughs> huh. pour a little that bit is more a tall, a tall boy yeah, we're going to shorten it down by drinking it. <laughs> Ooh. Got to put it in its place. It's a short boy. Right. It's a short yeah. boy at this point. That there's a short boy. But I do prefer my martinis. Yes. 
There's just nothing more sophisticated and refined than holding a coupe or a martini glass, whatever, in your hand. You hold the stem, swish around the olive, have a joyous conversation. It's just beautiful. It really is. You know, it's great. It's a classy drink. You've never had to throw anyone off your ship, have you? Well, I actually have. Uh, oh, no. Sometimes, you know, we I have an open ship policy. The, the steamboat paddles are always flowing and the door is always open. So sometimes we get some ruffians who just cannot accept the Jethro J. Joseph Joaquin Martini way. And if you can't get down with uh, what I'm laying down for you, then you're going to have to get off my boat. Only one time has it gotten physical, but that's uh, just between me did and the guys, sea. Did you guys oh. take it out on the poop deck? Oh, yes, baby. It landed on the poop deck. It was on every deck. It was on the, <laughs> the top. And I mean, there was just decks flying all over the place. <laughs> People were calling me a deck. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> oh, I can't have that language in a classy, classy uh, lady. You're right. I'm sorry. I've overstepped my boundaries. I do apologize. Oh, no. I'm, sure that, I'm sure that person deserved it. Oh, well... Yes, they did. Yeah. The few people have gotten me to that point. I try to keep a cool, but, uh, you know, that it was just, like I said, it's between me and the sea. I'd like to move on from it, please. Mr. Martini, you. do you captain your own ship, oh, or absolutely. does somebody else drive your ship? No, no, I, I am the captain. Uh, you know, my first mate, uh, they go in and out, but I'm the one who is in control of all the ship commands, and that is the one thing on my ship. If you cannot except the ship commands, then it just won't vibe. So whenever I say full steam ahead, that means full steam ahead. You keep on going forward and you do not look back. Now when I say paddles up or paddles back, you better stop. And it's very important. So, yes, I am the captain of my own ship. Now, on the SS Dirty Sue, Mm -hmm. do you carry a full, like, wet bar? Or d- like, do I would you- expect nothing less. Yeah, it's or do you a- have a limit to only martini? No, uh, well, we. I like to participate in a little thing called boomerangs. So, oh yeah. Oh the, the, wow! The How do you know about that. this, well, Mr. Martini? I've been around the scene. You know me. I'm a well-seasoned traveler, so I do keep a well-stocked bar on my ship at every port that I pass through. I like to give a little, and you get a little back. So the boomerang keeps on spinning. So yes, we do get an assortment of nice spirits every now and again. I like to broaden my palate, so it is a very well-stocked bar. Yes. What's the best boomerang you ever got back? Who? The best boomerang I ever got back. Probably a nice, uh, savory Gibson variation that I picked up whenever I was pulling through Kentucky. Which I would expect to get whiskey, but no. It was very savory. It was very nice. I like savory. I like them dirty. Like them dirty. Who'd you receive that from? (laughs) Oh, they're going to kill me for it, but I can't remember their name. It was a very nice man I met on the side of the road. I gave him a bottle, and he gave me a bottle of something back. So, boomerang. <laughs> so, boomerang. Oh, oh, boomerang. That's right. never been so classy. That's right. Uh, nice. a good, Gibson's are delicious. Those, mm. all, those uh, onions are amazing. Oh, yes. Come to love those little pickled things. I kind of want to re... I want to work with Gibson's a little bit. Mm. It's a I fine like cocktail. Gibson's. I love the people... I've had one ordered very rarely. We I get them every once in a while. Yeah. 
Mm. They're delicious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Matt, put there. I'm glad we had this time yeah, together. It's a good talk. It's a good talk. <laughs> I'm glad we, we you know, hashed that out. Mr. Martini, I swear to God, you're one of my favorite people in the world. Oh, well, I could say the same for you. For all you folk in here, you always treat me right and leave me with a drink in each hand. Oh, nice. Double-fisted martini. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Double-fisted martini. Hell yeah. yeah. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeehaw. I'll cheers to that. Mixing you know. them down, serving them up. Keeping them down and keeping them up. <laughs> That's right. Matt, you know what I want to talk about? What? I want to talk about Sazerac. Ooh, Gesundheit. No, I don't have allergies. I'm talking about the company. Sazerac is one of America's oldest family-owned, privately held distillers. And it all started with a cocktail. And then it was a famous bar in New Orleans. And now the amazing company we know today. Sazerac has one of the most bodacious catalogs in the biz. Yeah, with liquors like Buffalo Trace, Sazerac Rye, Siete Lenguas Tequila, Corazon Tequila, as well as Wheatley Vodka, and a whole bunch more. And it doesn't stop there. Go to Sazerac.com to dig into this treasure trove of spirits. But don't just take our word for it. Here's our mixtress to tell us what she thinks of Sazerac. I'm sipping on a Sazerac made with Sazerac rye. This versatile, crisp whiskey is a perfect companion to a little bit of sugar, pastel bitters, lemon oil, and herb seed. So delicious. Every sip reminds me of being in New Orleans this past summer. Get it for your mouth. And you can go to Sazerac.com. That's S-A-Z-E-R-A-C.com for all your imbibing needs and to see their full portfolio. And drink responsibly. Is that Walter Cronkite? That's right, Matt. talk about about that as far as anything that's gone in your life since the last time you saw us or uh, do you want to go into a game time mm, you know as much as i'd love to keep on uh talking about the druthers of my life i think it's about time to get the game going I oh you're into it all right i'm into mr. it we have you mr martini so i'm excited and nathan you in yeah yes i love games I love games, games are fun that's true we've played some of the most epic games of all time, which would be the, well, not this game, but the, the game we're going to play is the most epic of all time. <laughs> what, we, is, what is that? Uh, big Trouble Little China game. Oh, yeah. We, plug plug to the it's Big Trouble movie. Little China game. Right? <laughs> Why yeah, not? That, yeah. Big Trouble Little China game. Dude, it's fun. It's a board game. It's a great movie, even better game. Dude. <laughs> both. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah that's a thing. I don't know which one's better. They're both great. They're both yeah. good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Matt. Do you, know what game you remember we're playing? what it is? Woo, it's a board game, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. we're going to play Hopscotch. Woo. Good Dude, thing I we're can't all sipping wait. on beers. Yeah. That's right. All right. Uh, Mr. Martini, can you grab that Hopscotch board well, I think um, I can above your head over there? Be uh, careful because it's who knows who, get how that thing works. Oh, oh hold on. Shimmy it I know it's a little difficult. I'm gonna have to stand up real. Oh well, <laughs> this fine gentleman. I think it has to go at, like from a like an angle. Twenty bucks yeah. that screw comes off. Oh, we had this we issue last the, time. The right yeah! man on the job. Yeah. He got it. That's it. right. You're, just a little, you know. You're right. Okay, so we're playing hopscotch today, and hopscotch for anyone who doesn't know is a great game. It's basically we have this little board, and it's drawn out like a hopscotch board but uh, we play it as hops <laughs> See, hops, almost got you didn't know what you're into huh i like it hops, i'm into it scotch and it's great because we're drinking beers right now so it makes sense mm-hmm. okay each of us are gonna be throwing a little bottle cap 
And whatever number it lands on, the, you, we have to do whatever it says. And we have what it says, so you have to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paying attention is key. Mm-hmm. I can see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So, uh, Nathan, as our, our bartender guest, I feel like you have the honors. Roll that hopscotch. Take it away, baby. Cheers to a gentlemanly game of hopscotch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see. Gentlemen of games. No, no cheating. All, all shakes at the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> off to a great start. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, well, that was the first one. It went right off the board. I think it's like more of a shuffleboard kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a you shuffleboard. Slide it. Beautiful. Right. Oh, you got a you got a six. You got a six. Yeah. six. Oh, six. Oh, one of my favorites. Matt, do you want to introduce it? You sly devil. Maybe. So, number six is uh, what's that smell? Uh, so, we have a little uh, apparatus thing. There's an apparatus, my God. Yeah, it's oh. undistinguishable oh, okay. in Just... any sense. Uh, and you have to tell us what you think it smells like. Yeah, so, yeah, it, this is just in a cup, unmarked. Fancy little doodad. Okay, I'm sn- I'm sniffing. He's sniffing. Yeah, he is. I can see it. His uh, nostrils are flailing. The wheels so, are flailing. <laughs> so is it an espresso martini? Since we talked about them earlier. Yeah. Hmm. It's definitely. Oh, wait, heavy talk coffee it out. Here. Talk it out. Heavy coffee. Heavy coffee notes. Yep, for sure. Hmm. That sounds good to me. Is that now? I want it to be. Did I win? All right, drum roll. Did- oh. It's a Irish blessing stout. <laughs> it's an Irish all blessing. Right. <laughs> Is there coffee involved at yeah, all? Yeah, it's, it's a coffee, coffee stout. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's got it. There we go. Mm. It's really close. You almost win. <laughs> well, beat that martini well, it was a good try buddy but all right you martini get it all right hold on let me do a little switcheroo beat go. that martini oh, this well, game's I'm, getting heated i'm yeah. on the try i said Come on, martini. be careful about flipping it i had trouble but. oh, oh there it is. seven oh lucky number oh my Take gosh that there mr nathaniel <laughs> <laughs> you guys are i like your camaraderie Mr. Martini, number seven, you rolled in. Tell us a bar joke. Hmm. Uh, bar joke? Well, I've never been one for comedy. I, I, you got one? I got one for you. Well, I'm going to let my okay. good friend here take it over. Oh, sure. Celebrity, a blank. celebrity joke. Celebrity joking. So this guy walks into a bar, and he sits down, and he's the only one at the bar. And the bartender asks him what he'd like. And he says, oh, I'll have a beer. So the bartender goes to grab the beer. And then he hears very softly, nice shirt. And he's a little confused because he looks around. There's nobody else in the bar. But he, guy grabs him the beer, hands him, you know, he pays. He sits there for another second. He thinks he wants a sandwich. So he asks the bartender for a sandwich. So he turns around to order the sandwich. And he hears a little whisper that says, beautiful blue. And now he's getting really suspicious. And so when the bartender comes back with the sandwich, he says, um, hey, man, is there anybody else in here? Because you know, I, I keep hearing voices. And the bartender says, oh, those are the nuts. They're complimentary. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Took way like too long them. to get to it. But there you go. <laughs> complimentary nuts are my favorite kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mr. like that one. I did. I'm a big fan. <laughs> All right, Matt, get it. Oh, yeah, I'm going. Let's do it. There we go. Ho. Ho. There we go. The gym really worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt. Okay. Oh, my gosh, Matt, you rolled a four. Oh, I did. Yeah. Here, oh, this is a fun one. Eat some bar nuts and whistle 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Whistle it. Here, I got the bar nuts. Give me some... Giving the, speaking of nuts, They're what a complimentary. coincidence. Yeah. Complimentary. <laughs> Do I have to pay for these? Uh, save some for me, man. <laughs> oh, you threw them at me. All right. Like that. Nice. Oh, almost didn't make, get them there. All right. Err in my mouth. Here you go. Dedication. The, the Oscar goes to. <laughs> that really gets in the back of your throat there. What happened? Say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no jokes on this. I didn't joke. <laughs> Just saying. I'm not. It's way harder than it's. Leave me alone. It, I didn't it's say It's better anything. than a glory hole. <laughs> you, oh, what? Everything's going back to the glory hole. It, Come on. It lined up. Uh. Put that on the box. Talking about glory Some, holes? You just say one <laughs> thing about a glory hole, and that's that. Yeah. And then the lines cross. And then the whole episode. Oh, covered in nuts. And yet you spit all of them out. <laughs> yeah, They're ridiculous. all over the studio covered now. nuts. Well, Sorry. at least whistle the song. Jeez, I'm... Come on, man. <laughs> you get whistle when I'm laughing. <laughs> that went Brava. better than I expected, to be honest. That was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was awesome. There I didn't think go. I didn't expect you to be able to do it. I was laughing the whole time. I would never have been able to do it. I think I was running in a breath near the end there. Okay, I'm gonna roll. Do it. Take it away. Wow, aggressive. <laughs> you got a ten. Yay! My favorite. Oh boy. Read an excerpt from Jerry Thomas Guide no. in an old timey accent. Oh. I love your accent. I can't. Accents. <laughs> uh, I can't do them. Do your favorite accent. Uh, Twenty bucks. I know what it is. Sean Connery. The Walter only Cron- one yeah, I can do. Yeah, Sean Connery impersonating Walter Cronkite. Wait, what's an? <laughs> somebody do an English accent so I can hear it. What? Somebody do English accent so I can hear it. I don't know. Which There's flavor? The upper crust but and the bottom. A of English people and they all are very distinct. Yeah. I'm not good at this either. Okay, uh, I'll just try. It's Cockney. Just Austin. do what you think <laughs> is right. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. What do you think in English accent? Just dive right Boy. in. Uh, <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are okay. Governor. I smoke. You're doing Please. great. Okay, hold Continue. Give me a break. Okay. Uh, no laugh. Fancy drinks. <laughs> okay, fancy drinks. I usually can't order. I don't can't read. <laughs> Did you slur? First, I have to be able to read. Uh, in, 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 in preparing any kind of hot, hot drink. <laughs> They have like a voice modulation issue as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our, wait, produ- I, I our need producer. I hear what it sounds like. All right, let's hear what it sounds like. Yeah. On a fishing bartender's first aim should be to please his customers, paying particular attention to the individual wishes of those 
whose tastes and desires he has already watched and ascertained. And with those peculiarities he has no opportunity of learning. He should politely inquire how they wish their beverage to be served and use his best judgment in endeavouring to fulfil their desires to their entire satisfaction. No, I mean, it's In this way, he will not fail to acquire popularity and success. My oh, beautiful. Okay, I'll try. Yeah. Brilliantly executed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. In preparing <laughs> any kind of hot drink, the glass should always be first rinsed rapidly with hot water. <laughs> if this is not done with the drink cannot be served sufficiently, hot to suit in, I don't even know what that word is, customer, besides <laughs> the heating of the glass will pre prevent, do they really roll their R's? Are you trying I'm, to speak English? I don't know. <laughs> kind of like, it's kind of working, though. It's <laughs> the wrong accent. But it's <laughs> You're doing a great job. Thank you. <laughs> be, be, ber, be signs. Contacting the dead over here. <laughs> be signs. <laughs> it's like, what do you call those things? That, uh, I try to. The deal in tones, but it's like where your hands are placed. Mm -hmm. What are those things called? I am a not theremin. so. I can't. Theremin. Theremin. <laughs> it's a bit of a theremin going. How I, I, can't, talk. I can't do accents. Oh, wait. But besides Sean Connery. This is exactly why you conveniently rolled this one. Besides. Trebek. Besides the heating of. I, I, to me, it just sounds like it's like. Why, why don't we get Sean here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see a Sean Connery. All right. Yeah, come in. Wait. I, I am Sean. How do I do it? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> Besides the heating of the glass will prevent it from breaking when the boiling water is suddenly introduced. Now imagine Walter Cronkite. Go on. Matt, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cronkite, it's rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently the only accent I can do is Walter Cronkite. <laughs> I have a friend that it doesn't matter what accent he'll start in, he'll start in it correctly, but it'll eventually just evolve into an Indian accent. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. That's amazing. He just doesn't know how to do it, and he'll just like start talking that way. I'm like, oh my god, this guy. As Charlie Brown. Wait, did we do it? We did Allison, it. Uh, Allison, do you want to play? You want to roll one? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Little roll hoppy, one. little scotchy. Dude, we got our, our producer Allison's getting in on this hopscotchy. Step up to the plate. Step it up. You're so low. Allison, <laughs> our producer Allison was who helped me out on that accent. Flip that shit. Sit on the set table. The oh. Set the plate steady. I'll, I'll flip where I. Set, set the plate steady. <laughs> you got the it's flipping under control. Oh damn, she's actually thumb flipping. Going Something that's it. never been done in hopscotch. Yeah. Trick shot. Two. We got a two. We got a two. Oh, say your ABCs backwards. Oh boy. No. This one's horrible. Yes. Must. Determined. I figured Z Y X W. So it's better when it's in like a an accent. W. w. <laughs> v. U. T. No, a U. A U T. A T U I. 
You have a UTI? What? Should definitely get that checked out. I know from experience. Get that checked out. That's a good. It's a good. Uh. To you, I don't know. I is like in the. You're way away from I right now. You got a ways to go. I went for the comedy. I went for the, okay. I went for the joke real hard. You're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Martini, I love this. He's so kind. It's a class class act from Mr. Martini over here. T. <laughs> T-H-I-S-I-S-C-R-A-Z-Y. What? <laughs> yeah. What kind of weird sh- are you? T-S-R. S. T-S-R. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That's right. No. S-R-Q. Thank you very much. I am not I'm not one to ever to put an input in this game because I I would lose after like the first three letters. S like I have to like SRQ. I gotta do it three at a time. I gotta like cycle back in my head just so you all so the audience knows what's happening every time I give you three letters, I'm cycling all the way through the alphabet each time to get to the three. So I gotta uh QSR and then we're going right back around to the beginning again. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q, go Q. That's where we stop. Last L M N O P. Oh, L M N N N L. I heard. Like, I think I'm starting to get a. Get out there. K H or K H G. I think David's gonna cry. <laughs> There's a J in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh boy. We're going. We're going nowhere fast. D B D C B A. All right, all right, we got this. Oy oy oy. God, that's a good. I hate that one. Can you do that? No, absolutely not. It's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. No easy feet. No easy feet. I'll take the bar nuts. You want some more? No, I'm good. Okay, so. We did pretty good to that. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, as far as standards it. go, that mm-hmm. goes pretty well with what we're, what ours are. Nathan, who's hotter, Gandalf or Dumbledore? Oh shit! Oh man, Gandalf the gray or Gandalf the white? Ooh, oh, I love that's that. I think that's the second time somebody's asked that. The second time somebody's because Gandalf the white wins. White, yeah, yeah. Gandalf white, the, white's hot because as like shit. Dumbledore yeah. is hotter white than Gandalf hot. the gray. But you think? Yeah, you slip Dumbledore. You go Gandalf the Gray. You slip Dumbledore in there, and then you go Gandalf the White. Jude Law, Dumbledore. Heard, heard. No, no, I'm I'm talking about like Longbeard. Longbeard, Dumbledore. Yeah, Longbeard. Don't care. And also, Nathan, if you have any advice for any bartenders like getting into this business, what would you say to them? Uh, in Los Angeles, or just generally? No, like uh, in general. In general. In general, I think patience is probably the key to longevity with the job patience with your coworkers and patience with especially with guests i think that if somebody is, has a short fuse then they probably won't last very long as a bartender just because you always have to have be the level-headed one because mm-hmm. you're dealing with people who you're effectively poisoning you know <laughs> 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 and their judgment goes out of you know out the window and you have to be okay with that that's, that's a, actually really good advice super good yeah. advice mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent Mr. Martini, what would you say to uh, somebody who started drinking martinis? Mm. I would say be adventurous. Don't shy away from something that scares you. And always keep your martini in your good hand. Mm. What's your good hand? My left. 
Matt, answer. What, what do you got to say to anyone listening about uh, haircuts? Haircuts? Yeah. Uh, make sure they're good. Perfect. Mm. All right. So, Dude, uh, that just blew my mind. <laughs> elo- very eloquently put. <laughs> there you go. Going out of this podcast, I, we always want to let our guests plug anything that's coming up with their stuff, any uh, Instagrams and Events, the emails, uh, cell phones, Tinder dates, all that good stuff. So, yeah, ladies. Ayo. <laughs> Dude, that was the second time uh, Arsenio was referencing this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, come on down to Kohl's, I guess, if you want. If you You want want the goods? Yeah. You want them Nathan goods? Go see him. Some of this slice of this humble pie right here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Uh, Use the restroom before you go. Yes. Yeah, please. Keep it inside the bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep, Keep them... Peas inside the bowl. Yeah. yeah. And off the floor. There you go. Nice. Teeny? Well, you know, I'm a I'm a man that kind of goes wherever the wind or the stream takes him, so I'm sure you'll catch me around your local bar. You ever come down to Coles, you'll probably catch me down there sometime. It's one of my favorite L.A. spots, so keep on living, baby. Keep on rocking. It's the only way. Nice. Words to live by right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, my alter ego, this is me, Riley Chandler, also work at Kohl's. You ever want to follow me, my Instagram is life underscore of underscore ribeye, R-I-B-E-Y-E. So, uh, got some fun stuff going on there. So, Wait, yeah, that's guys. what we were supposed to do? <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> you did it right. Or, like, right as you could be. <laughs> Nathan, get it. Yeah, my Instagram is Nettie Howes Intro. Howes is... H O W E S intro is spelled how you say intro. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, you can catch me here at Talk Tales. Matt! Which I'm here. Hey! No. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Yay! <laughs> well, well, anyway. Matt, we always like hearing your voice on Talk Tales. Oh, thanks. Well, you get to hear it again right as we go out because if you have an amazing story and you want to tell us or maybe be a possible guest on Talk Tales, go to our website www.talktalesthepodcast.com and on our homepage you can submit your own stories via email you can do that to us at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com hell yeah and if you like our show do us a solid subscribe and leave us a review this is a DIY project and all the love we get helps us grow and if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation you can share that love on our Patreon page which you can find the link on our website, TalkTalesThePodcast.com, also at Patreon.com backslash TalkTalesThePodcast. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song, and thanks so much to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our badass logo. Yes, and while all of us on TalkTales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive. That's a big no-no. Yep, don't do it. And thank you so much, Mr. Martin, Nathan, Allison, our producer, for coming out, spending time with us, and sharing your tales on Talk Tales. It's really fun, and I think people like it. I think they will. Well, let's go on a cheer, shall we? I, I know they will. Yeah. Let's do it. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Cheers, bitches. Always Cheers. glad to be here. Always glad to have you. Talk Tales. Woohoo. Talk Tales. Talk Tales. Talk Tales. Talk tales. Talk tales.